<laughs> got my wine. We're sipping. Should we do a cheers and come in? I was screaming. Me too. I as well. Myself included. <laughs> so I have a lot of white friends. Coconut milk. Have you heard about that coconut milk? Shut your Chinese ass up. I miss the days when you were put into a little jail cell. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mukbangable. If you haven't heard already, uh, it's actually a very sad day uh, for the Muck Gang here. We lost a dear friend. Actually, we lost two. Uh, so over the weekend, I guess this is now this past weekend, our co-host Ray was on one of those bird scooters and face planted into the ground and knocked her two front teeth out. So she's going to be out of commission for a little bit. Uh, you can hit her GoFundMe page up. I'll put that in the episode description links. But until then, it's just going to be me, Campbell, and a kind of variety of co-hosts that I pick out of a hat. So today, I'm joined by my good friend, Antonio Havanyar. What's good, Campbell? Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for coming on, dude, on such short notice. Yeah, man. I'm excited. You guys built a super sick platform. You know, third grade me would have really benefited from this podcast. From what? listening to two Asian yeah, people dude, talk when about I was, shit? Bro, when I was eight years old in third grade, like in elementary school, and I brought like my home pack lunch to school. Oh, you would have been like, there's other people yeah. like me. You know, you know how many people like, ew, your fucking food smells funny. And I'm just like, fuck you. My <laughs> shit's seasoned. Bro, what's that? PB&J? Not even any salt on there? None. Fuck out of here, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa. Vanessa fucking... Ricky. <laughs> Ricky was cool, though. Yeah. I- I'm sure with a name like Ricky, you probably have seasoned food. Uh, Ricky just skated a bunch, and that's how he won everyone over. Oh, I feel that. I feel it. It's Ricardo that had seasoned food. Uh, well, no. R- Ricardo had, like, Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For obvious reasons. No doubt. No doubt. Not because his name was Ricardo and he's Mexican, but because everyone named Ricardo, Ricardo eats Mexican food. And, and seasons are food. Exactly. Because if you don't, then your nickname's going to be Ricardo Retardo. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what kids do. If it rhymes, that's how your nickname's going to be. Agreed. Agreed. No, like, that's why I never had bad nicknames, because my name didn't rhyme with anything. Wait, it, what were your nicknames? It was just, like, Chinky and, like... <laughs> you know what's funny? That's, like, almost a universal experience. When I was in Palmdale, like, so Palmdale's, like, predominantly, like, white, but mm-hmm. I was always the only Asian guy in the room, <laughs> and the the nicknames would always be Chino or Chink, and yeah. it's just, like... You know, the Cholos accept me because they call me Chino. That's fine with me. Yeah. Like, I can feel that. Did you hear about that Shane Gillis guy, the SNL dude? No. He was this comedian up and coming. I'd, like, seen some of his stuff. He was, like, all right funny. Yeah. He also had a podcast. And he was just doing this bit about why every city has a Chinatown. And okay. he's, like, he's like, I don't get it. Like, and they all look the same. Like, not the Chinese people, but, <laughs> but the, the actual Chinatown. Yeah. He's like, they always have those, like, weird little Panda Express tops and stuff. And it's almost <laughs> like the city was just like, yeah, put the chinks over there. <laughs> and it's like, that's, I mean, that's not a great joke. I wasn't, yeah. like, dying. Yeah. But it was like, oh, yeah, I see your point. I feel that. Tons of back. As soon as SNL was like, this guy's on, everyone found that shit from, like, three years ago. Now he doesn't work at SNL. I mean, that's a shitty situation. There's always a fine line with comedy, you feel me? Like, I think almost everything under the comedy umbrella is fair game. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Like, you have to say something that's clearly not a joke, Yeah, and it's targeted for it to be not comedy. Yes. Like, if you go up on yes. stage and you go, man, I just hate black people, Like, and then you launch into a joke, that's fine. 
Someone's yeah. going to take that out of context, but that's fine. No doubt. But if you like point someone out in the crowd and be like, you fucking like jank, like I hate you. Like I'm yeah. going to kill you after this show. Like then it's like, all right, that's no, that's a different comedy. story. But so anyway, so Andrew Yang came out. Yeah. Kind of in defense of him. And he was it's like, a good move. it was, it was both. He was like, I'm kind of ashamed or not ashamed, but I'm, I'm disappointed that someone in the 21st century would still speak like that about yeah. Asian Americans. But at the same time, we shouldn't ruin someone's career for something they said four years ago. Like, I'd love to have like a conversation with him, blah, blah, blah. But then he brought up, he's like, if someone had, if he had said that about a black person, he would have, it would have been way worse. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I don't like how Asian stuff gets blown over, whereas like black stuff doesn't. And I I was like thinking about that. I was like, yeah, dude, like people called me chink all the time in high school and all the time in middle school. But you drop the N word on fucking Jabari and all of a sudden it's a hate crime. Yeah, like I'm not. I, I don't know if it should be like the N word's not as bad. I don't know if that's my argument, but it's definitely like you can't be like, oh, I can't say the N word, but I can say chink. Dude, were you friends with like the Asian kids who like got the N word pass? No, and that's that's the weird thing. Like I've literally growing up, I never hung out with any other Asians. I was always oh, the okay. the token Asian in the group. I mean, that was yeah, same with me. Yeah. I mean, I've, you grew up in Marin County. Right? I, yeah, so it's like I had to be the. You only had Asian. to be the token Asian. Like, I grew up in Palmdale. Like I was the token Asian. Like. But so my friend Jabari, who I played basketball with, we were the token minorities on the basketball team. Got it. It was like one of each. And it was like, that's almost like what our school was like. They're like, uh, I mean, yeah, all right, one of each, whatever. <laughs> I feel like if you are the token Asian, do you play into the stereotype or do you try to break it? Um, I was always a type to try to break it. I try to fuck with everyone and just create yeah. stereotypes that weren't real. Yeah, 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 I feel that. They're like, oh, dude, all Asians eat Slim Jims? Like, that's super weird. I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> and I love it. I was I was always the the Asian that was also the stoner, so people never expected it. Mm, that's so true. I was like in high school, just like smoking blunts, and people were like, "What the fuck?" Like, bro, is he squinting because he's higher? Because he's Asian? Like, I literally, don't know. <laughs> literally. And I was just like, "No, dude, I smoke weed because my parents smoke weed," which <laughs> even then was like a a confusing point for a lot of people. Well, that's almost still confusing. It's less confusing now, but for some yeah, people, yeah, no yeah. doubt. I will say, the one weird thing about having a male co-host right now is. I feel like there's so much shit on the previous podcast that is, if it was two dudes talking, it would be anti-woman. Oh, And it would be yeah. like some Me Too shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that Ray was there to like just kind of be like, no, nah, I vouch for whatever is being said right now. You, what's now great? I can't say what's shit. What's great about you and Ray is like, you guys have this chemistry where it's like, Campbell is the male version of Ray and Ray is a female version of Campbell. So you guys are, <laughs> oh, you guys are so synergistic that that chemistry is there. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, dude, there's so many burps in this podcast. Really? <laughs> we cut them. Dude, I, I've always been afraid to burp because I might just yak. You feel me? Uh, No. I mean, right now for you? No, no, no. I'm I'm totally fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine. Yeah, I'm usually afraid to burp when I go out. Like, it's the same thing as, like, being afraid to fart when you know you need to poop. Yes. Absolutely. You go, <laughs> you go, there's, there's two trains and they're both coming <laughs> down the same tunnel and I'm afraid if I lift that crossing gate, <laughs> the wrong one's going to come hey, out. You've already been playing peekaboo with the brown snake for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're playing like a fucked up game of like, what's that? Where you hit the weasel at like <laughs> the, the, the game whack-a-mole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little game it's of whack-a-mole whack with your own <laughs> shit. And you keep like whacking it down and there's only one hole, but you're like, I'm going to miss it at some point. <laughs> a lapse in judgment, a lapse in mental capacity. You just let it rip. Yeah, you <laughs> just like forget. <laughs> So someone's like, hey, there's another game over here. You're like, what? And then you <laughs> shit yourself. Just because someone asked you a question in public. I mean, that's happened before. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that's happened to somebody before. Not me, Where though. you just get so frightened 
for some random reason. Yeah, no doubt. Dude, oh, so we were watching, Diego and I went to go watch The Joker. Uh, oh, how was it? Opening night. It was good. It was, Sick. I'm still like processing. It wasn't funny. Well, I mean, it wasn't supposed to be funny. It wasn't supposed to be. It wasn't funny. There wasn't a lot of action. There was okay. action and it was like brief, but the movie was just about like mental health, which was insane. Sweet. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. But so we're walking in and we're just making jokes. We's like, Diego's like, oh, I didn't really want to go on like the first night because fucking Aurora and shit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but like, you think they're going to go to like, now everyone knows that it happens on opening night. So you think the shooter's going to like yeah, go on yeah. opening night when he knows people are afraid? Like it's some reverse psychology. Like yeah. he'll go on a Tuesday. Literally. And just like fuck up some school kids. <laughs> wow. But, uh, <laughs> but so I was like, let's just go. Like we have, we're, we're not doing anything tonight. Uh, theater's right there. Let's go. So we go. And then we're like watching the previews and he's like, dude, like, oh, I'm just keeping like eyes out for shooters. Just like as a joke. And then we're like, we're kind of like not really on edge, but in it's, the back of your mind, the it's whole a time. joke, but not really. Yeah. It's like, it's a shitty like social commentary on like w- the world that we live in right now where it's like, yeah. you go out in public and you're looking for an exit every time. Oh, I for sure. Just in case. It is. Gnarly. It's really fucked up. But yeah, so then the movie ends and I go, we like high five. We're like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, we didn't, didn't get die. shot. Yeah. Go out into the parking lot. We're parked in the corner and there's like most of the cars have left. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe we, it was like a shopping center. So maybe they were, they were there for something else. And we're walking towards the car and I see some dude in a hoodie walking quickly towards us yep. at like one thirty in the morning. Sus. Uh, yeah. Hands in the hood or hands in the pockets, hood on the head. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's walking right at us. And then I kind of like looked at Diego and he like looked at me and I was like, I don't want to deal with jump this. to conclusions yeah. or anything right now, but I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. And then he comes and he's like, yo, I'm like, uh, yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yo. And I go, yeah. He's like, you know where Lincoln and Washington is? And I go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like up to like over to like, you're good. Just like follow the stoplights. And yeah. he's like, oh, for sure. Thanks, bro. And then like walks away. I'm like. I almost shit myself right there. Yeah, it's like really fucked up because you can't have a normal interaction with a stranger in public (laughs) because of the world that we literally live in right now. But anyway, yeah, Joker was good. Sweet. (laughs) Alrighty, should we launch into food news? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Okay, uh, let's see what we got. So I've got two stories since Ray obviously does not have a story. Oh, poor girl. Shout out, Ray. Um, okay, so the first one, why U.S. cities are banning new fast food drive throughs What's the justification, though? Yeah, okay. So Minneapolis was, like, the first major U.S. city to be like, put the kibosh on it, be like, yo, there's no more drive throughs we We'll keep the ones we have, but we're not making new ones. And there's, like, three main reasons. I guess two and three are kind of lumped into the same thing. Okay. Uh, first one is emissions. Okay. Like you're essentially just stacking cars in a fucking line. Sure. And they're just wasting gas. Sure. Like if you cut the drive throughout, then they're going to park. You're not polluting the atmosphere. People are going to go in and there's like just less, less like pollution. Okay. Uh, two and three are like for pedestrian. So especially in like major urban cities, you know how it gets like backed up and then you're like, you got cars spilling out into sidewalks and shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess with birds now, like you can run into a car. Shout out Ray. <laughs> Shout out Ray. She didn't run into a car though. I think I she just you, ran into the ground. And then also, yeah, so pedestrian safety and then also just walkability. Okay. Like I don't really know what Minneapolis looks like. Mini Minneapolis? Minneapolis? Minneapolis. 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 
I don't know what Minneapolis looks like as a city, but assuming it looks like most normal cities, if you got like cars just kind of spilling out into oncoming traffic, you got like people like into sidewalks and stuff. Yeah. Then it just becomes a whole host of problems for like an urban environment. I mean, I guess, and this is someone that's. I'm not saying I'm for it. I mean, this is literally a perspective from someone who grew up in LA. Like realistically, bro, how many people are in Minneapolis where this is a problem? I don't know, man. They and it's like (laughs) the justification is like, all right, we're gonna no longer allow drive-throughs because of emissions. You should probably just no longer allow like meat products at that point. Like, realistically, how much do emissions factor in relative to meat production? (laughs) Yeah, but realistically, how easy is it to be like McDonald's no more drive-throughs versus hey, no more hamburgers? (laughs) That's fair. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) That would be absurd. Could you imagine you just turned on the TV one day and they're like, uh, breaking news, you're no longer allowed to eat hamburgers in Wait, the U.S. Honestly, that brings up a good point. Why are there no, like, vegan drive-thrus? Uh, I'm sure there are. Like, what's faster food than a salad? Pre-made burgers that are just there. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, 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 uh, I'll bounce back on that. I also think a shitty burger is, like, way tastier than a shitty salad. Like, if you just had a pre-box style... Oh, that's fair. Right? No, that's totally fair. Would, I'm on you on that one. I don't think people would do that. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that one. Like, if I was fucked up coming home and I had an option between a pre-made salad or a pre-made burger, I will take a pre-made yeah, burger. Yeah, or even if it was, like, a vegan burger, like an Impossible burger... Yeah. Or, like, a Caesar salad with fake chicken and you were vegan, I'm 99% sure you would eat the Impossible burger. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Because you're going to be like, oh, like, the lettuce is bad... I don't even know where this fake chicken came from. Yeah, all those vegans out there definitely need one cheat day, and they yeah. just don't announce it. I think they do. I think they. I think they cheat when no one's looking. I I can definitely feel that. Like I can't imagine like being in a position where I just refuse to eat. Meat. I wonder if girls like bundle their cheating together. Like they go out one night and they're like, "Oh, I'm on this like super vegan diet." And my like boyfriend really hates it, so they fuck a guy, and they also eat a hamburger. Dude, the same I also night. no, you bring up a good point. I also refuse to listen to any LA girl that tells me that she's vegan. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, like all right. So I've I've met a couple. Like we went to college together. I met yeah, a couple yeah. people who were like, no, I don't want to eat that. I'm vegan. I'm healthy. <laughs> Yet goes to the bathroom and rails thirty lines of cocaine. Like don't don't use veganism as as a point to be healthy when I see you in the bathroom railing cocaine. Yeah, like. Anyway, so 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 the drive through, right? So what's your what's your take? What's the hot take? My take is it's too fucking late, dude. I guess that's fair. It's almost harder to change people's behaviors, you know. It's like you're gonna stop making new drive throughs. Okay, there's just gonna be more people at the old drive throughs. You know what's sad? It's like not a lot of fast food restaurants are replicating what Sonic is doing. Oh, the park and eat. Yeah, where you park and eat. That's almost just as cool. Yeah, I mean that's still that's like kind of old school. I feel like. Because, like, people don't have the time to park and eat anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Right? That's fair. Because, like, back in the 50s, you're like, all right, boss, like, it's Wednesday at 2. I'm going to go take a midday, like, two-hour break. And the boss is like, make it 3. And you're like, why? And he's like, we don't have computers. Everything's done for the day. Why don't they just shift strictly to deliveries? I feel like I'm I'm thinking from the consumer standpoint where it's just like, damn, like. Why don't people shift to deliveries? Yeah, where it's like I, I almost have to like inconvenience myself to go into a McDonald's because the drive-thru doesn't exist in Minneapolis for some fucking reason. No, they're still going to have drive throughs You're just not making new ones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But nah, that, no, 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 I'm going to step back on that. That is not fair. What, what if you decide, okay. Campbell, that you wanted to open up some like fast food Asian restaurant yeah. in Minneapolis for some fucking reason, uh-huh. but you're not allowed drive throughs I'm sure someone's going to figure out a loophole. 
but it's the principle of all right how is it possible that fucking big dick mcdonald's has a drive-thru yeah and small mom and pop campbell doesn't get a drive-thru okay well why can the fucking w have 12 stories in westwood but mom and pop leasing company can only have four it's the same thing no it's not bro yes it is no it's not because <laughs> for the restaurant for the fast food chain right yeah a drive-thru is a revenue stream sure inside uh folks that want to eat in revenue stream deliveries revenue stream if you decided to open a mom and pop shop in minneapolis and you're not allowed to drive through you have two-thirds of the revenue stream that another person does but that's not discriminating against them due to their business it's discriminating against them due to their timing which isn't discriminatory define timing if they had built their shit a year ago they would have been fine if they were the same shop same income same people they would have been fine it's just the fact they're doing it after I think my problem with Minneapolis is that their justification for Dude, implementing like an, it doesn't make sense. It's like in Alabama. If you were a girl, oh, fuck, I wish Ray was here for this one. If you were a girl <laughs> two years ago and you wanted an abortion, you could do it. If you were that same girl now, couldn't do it. And it's not discriminating against that specific girl. It's discriminating against the timing of her abortion. That doesn't mean that that new policy is okay, though. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's not discriminatory against the specific type of shop. But ba- I actually did want to go back to your point about fucking L.A. girls. I do think no one in L.A. is vegan. Like, no one yeah, no, no one doubt. is 100% vegan. No doubt. I think I think people... All right, so this is a philosophy I've been pitching the last three years. It's okay. just like, everyone should be freegan, bro. Like, oh, yeah. freegan. Meaning... I want to be a healthy. I'm an individual. I want to be healthy, right? I know I need to eat salads and things like that. But I'm also like financially intelligent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I would rather eat healthy foods at all times. But if someone offered me something that was unhealthy for free, like let's say I go to Campbell and say, hey, hey Campbell, I'm going to buy your plate at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. You should take it, right? You I should eat it. it, even though that you are like this health champion, vegan, vegetarian, whatever it may be. Everyone should be freaking. Yeah. It's like, I'm not a gun nut, but if someone bought me a ticket to an NRA rally, I'd fucking... <laughs> Loki, Loki, I would go. Just to kind of see how the other half lives. Yeah. Dude, I'm not race. I'm not saying I'm racist, but if someone invited me to a clan meeting, like... Uh, I, it would be rude to decline. Uh, it would be rude to decline. Uh, Antonio Avignard does not endorse uh, Campbell <laughs> Yame in going to clan meetings. <laughs> I'm not on board with their beliefs. I'm just saying, like, I'll just go check it out. Yeah, I'm just... Here's Campbell trying to have, like, civil discourse with the clan. Hey, man, like... <laughs> yeah, no, those people are pretty crazy, but, like, I'm a good one. I'm one Dude, of the good we, ones. All right, come on. We all know this. If we know our history, like, fucking uh, European countries tried to appease Hitler and see what happened there. Like... Yeah, but the KKK is like, it's not there yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about Dude, that. Dude, I mean, there's... There, Bro, as a as my mentor once said, uh, there's fault on both sides. <laughs> you know that that brings up a good point. Like there, a lot of people say, there are faults on both sides. I have always like grown up with the idea that there are always three sides to a story. Most people say there are two sides to a story. I say there are three. Okay. There's my side. There's your side, and there's the truth. Because Ooh, that's true. whether like that. or not I want to believe, I don't have any bias. I know that I have my own bias. Oh yeah, yeah. And of then course. you do too, obviously. And there there are some folks that are ignorant to it. There are some folks that are completely open to it. But at the end of the day, there's my bias, your bias, and there's the truth. Yeah. We will never agree on the truth. Nope. Right. And that's just like. You know, a, a quick rundown on American politics. Dude, that's just a quick rundown on life. Yeah, real shit. 
All right, let's see where we go with this one. This is from Eater. LAX hopes food trucks will make it easier to wait for an Uber at new rideshare pickup. I have an immediate problem with this. What? I love yes. this. Yes, bro. I have an immediate problem with it. All right, what? All right, as, a, as an LA driver, how you know how congested LAX is already. No, okay. Already, I know where you're going, and I'm going to cut you off, and I'm going to explain this more. Okay, all right, go for it. So LAX is trying to stop rideshare from like yeah, being Yeah, I've heard about that, so which is also moving, bullshit. They're moving it to a separate lot. Like a, a Uber Lyft only lot. Still bullshit. Okay, but that's what the the reality of the situation is. And yes. they're saying they're gonna bring food trucks to this lot that's for Uber and Lyft pickup only. Okay, I can get that. Yeah. So it's not like they're just gonna put food trucks by like Tom Bradley. Yeah, and be or like, like Terminal Three. <laughs> yeah, and be like, yo, like yeah, forget about your Hilton pickup. Like yeah. here's some tacos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're yeah. like putting it. They're putting it in like a separate lot. Okay, but I guess I just have a problem with LAX stopping people from be- getting picked up at LAX in the first place. Have you ever taken a shuttle at LAX? Yeah. It literally takes an hour to get to the parking lot. Dude, all right, I've done two things. One of them is you I mean you always lie and you say you're like staying at the hotel. Yeah. If you're going to go out. Yeah, yeah. And they go like someone there was one time where someone like tripped me up on it cuz I'd never been questioned about it. They go, <laughs> "You going to Hilton?" I go, "Yeah." And then I was coming back from wherever, stopped, got on the thing and they go, "You going to Hilton?" I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "What room?" I go, "Four 17 <laughs> and he's like it starts at a thousand and i go uh um excuse me bitch i go i don't know my mom booked the room and he's like who's your mom i go linda yamani yeah <laughs> and he's like how would i know that i go i don't know you asked me yeah like literally what's it to you bro like, and then he's like all right whatever and i was like all right cool this guy doesn't get paid enough to argue with my <laughs> like bullshit lies i don't know i understand why they would do that but like it's more convenient to just be picked up from the gate but I wonder, I mean, this is also part of, when are the Olympics again? Like 2028? 2020. No, I mean, when are the Olympics here? Oh, uh, <laughs> good question. I have no idea. I it's, know I know it's going to be Tokyo and then it might be LA after. It's either 2024 or 2028. It might be 2028 because Tokyo comes. Well, Tokyo is 2020. 2020, then it might be 2024. Yeah, so I'm not sure. But Simple apparently math. they're doing like a bunch <laughs> of prep for it. At the Coliseum? No, well, just like in LA in general. Because they know now and they've known for years that la like public transportation is awful and the they fact know if- that it takes two hours to get from union station to the beach is ridiculous yeah. so they know that if they have to get all of these tourists and like all hundreds of thousands dollars. of people yeah they have to like make it way easier to get across the city like you can't have everyone taking ubers that would be bullshit yeah so they're gonna expand out like the metro they're apparently making a metro line that goes directly to lax yeah which is great Hopefully they do things that like crisscross the whole city. But yeah, so I think this is part of that whole thing. They're they're trying to eliminate That's Uber fair. and Lyft pickups from the airport in anticipation. So we just get accustomed to the fact that we cannot be picked up from LA. Yeah, I th- I mean, it's kind it's like. That's kind of a knock, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think in the long run, it's gonna make LA so much better, much to live more in. beneficial. Yeah, I think what would be beneficial is Elon gets this fucking boring tunnel, boring company thing Dude, up and running. Actually, I, the listeners should know that you do used to used to but kind of still do i was elon's dog walker in college that's so random and it so is literally awesome. the most random la fact like when i lived in chicago um people were like do you know any celebrities and i was like i was elon's Actu- dog actually. walker actually i was elon's <laughs> dog walker for a little bit yeah i was doing that for two years and literally every day i would go to his house pick up his dog talk to a security guard and then dip that's so sober funny. hungover fucked up like i would just do it 
What was the most fucked up you were ever at Elon's house? I remember. Oh man, I remember this vividly, bro. I was can't have been that vividly if you were that fucked up. <laughs> no, no, no. I just remember the morning because it was like, uh, I believe it was my senior year. Um, I was living in Brentwood, and I went out with my friends, and we were drinking until four a.m. And I just could not. I knew that I had to wake up at 6 a.m. to go drive to his house and walk his dog. Fucking chugged as much water as possible. Chugged as much Gatorade as possible. You were like butt-chugging Pedialyte. Like literally, (laughs) literally. And then I just like, all right, I need to wake up, make this happen. And I woke up, drove to his house. And like, you you know when you wake up hungover and then people around you know that you're hungover? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't hide it at that point. That was me. Like, imagine showing up to, like, a $17 million estate with an armed security guard and just saying, hey, I'm here for the dog. <laughs> and he's like... But he yeah. knew you at this point, right? Yeah, he, like, that, that was the coolest part. Like, yeah. I was such a regular dog walker for them that I built that trust with them. Yeah. Where they just, like, let me kick it for a little bit, hang out, like, pick their brain a little bit. Yeah. And that was honestly the coolest thing. But then just hiking a dog oh. for an hour what kind of dog is it it's a it's an akita an akita is named that, that Gatsby. fluffy japanese dog i believe an akita is a japanese dog is it, it the they're, fluffy one though yeah they're the fluffy massive okay. ones but yeah. don't get that confused with a chow chow no, no so no. a chow chow is a chinese dog okay. and what's fucked up is that the chow chow was bred because the chinese would release them in battlefields and they, their job was literally to rip out uh soldiers throats if Dang. they were still alive so they're like chinese pit bulls literally yeah Fuck. yeah um but yeah that was a tangent but anyway <laughs> like yeah if elon gets his shit together and like fucking builds this these tunnels all over the city that would be lit for the for the olympics but these food okay back to the original back to, back to the original thing these food trucks jesus christ um i like it i like the food trucks i just like food trucks in general i agree uh and i think food trucks while you're waiting for an uber that's cool especially if you're coming from out of town yeah like if you're coming back i get it Fuck that. I just want to go home. But if you're coming from out, like when we landed in New Orleans. Okay. So we went to like New Orleans and then Atlanta yeah, and then Nashville this summer. And it was a whole like our flight got canceled the day of, the morning of. So mm-hmm. we had to like scramble to find like a flight that would make up for it that would get us there the same night. And we ended up flying all the way to Miami and then having to catch a connecting flight that was going to leave five minutes before our flight landed. Yeah. So it was like we're just running around. And then we finally get on the plane and we like got a couple of beers on the plane on the way to New Orleans. And just like, all right, we're on vacation. Now. <laughs> and then we land and it's just hot as shit and like muggy as shit. And we're yeah, just waiting like for hot, an Uber. Humid. Yeah. We're like waiting for an Uber for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, couldn't there be like something to do? And if there was a food truck right there, you if there been, was like a jambalaya food truck you been with Coronas, I yeah. was like, I would be like, this is it. And I feel like that, that'd be a great feeling for anyone who's like traveling internationally to LAX. And they're like, oh my God, like we had to stop in like Cairo and then we had to like fly to Syria and then we had to like dodge bullets and then get on another fucking plane. Yeah. And then they land like, oh, now we got to fucking wait for an Uber <laughs> in LA traffic. I and if they that. just had like, I don't know, like just a nice a little truck. taco truck or like falafel or something, like that'd be cool. I mean, it's interesting to see like I, when I grew up, there were always food trucks around, but they were not as trendy as they were like maybe like in 2011. Yeah, when, food trucks used to be kind of like sketchy yeah sure. like super sketch and then you started seeing food trucks like i like i remember kogi being the first big food truck where yeah. like they would just tweet things yeah. and there would be a line for that food truck and then after that it just completely blew up and now you're seeing like all these different infused like different foods or like you know like hybrid tex-mex foods that are that are on food trucks i think like 
where food trucks lay in like our like our society is like having something accessible yeah like for for the consumer and the business owner to like put their food out there and like have an opportunity to really test out like their culinary experiences well i think the thing the cool thing about food trucks are what they did and i don't know where this started but like i guess the first food truck was an ice cream truck technically technically yes but that was always like scheduled you knew when it was going to be there yeah you would get excited because you could hear it coming yeah but you like it was always on a schedule and i think food trucks kind of flipped that because they suddenly did this thing where you didn't know where they were going to be and then they would just be like we're here yeah and then that would create this mass hysteria even though it didn't even really have to be that good of food it, it was just, just have to be like it would just have to be like food that was like kind of okay yeah and you were like oh yeah I'll, i'd eat this again and if they just like tweeted something we're like oh we're here then all of a sudden there's this almost like mystical like aura around them yeah so like now if they do this thing at lax where it's like you don't know which food truck's gonna be there do you think people just show up at lax just for food that's gonna be a thing no i I don't know about that no yeah i guess la people hate lax yeah like i I would do like if i drop you off at lax during rush hour i fucking love you dude i saw this uh overheard la yeah uh, post and they go uh, could you pick me up from the airport? And they're like, which one? <laughs> like, if it's Burbank, you owe me a coffee. If it's LAX, <laughs> you owe me rent. <laughs> like, real shit. You just never know. It's like a box of chocolates, right? You just never know what you're going to end up with at LAX. Like, I've had instances where I've gone to LAX, five minutes. Yeah. Two hours. Fuck that. I've All right, so I've started doing this thing where I, not so much on the way there, but on the way back. If I'm not going to take a shuttle or something, yep. I'll walk out of the airport and then catch an Uber. It's so much quicker. Like, if you call an Uber, it could take 30 to an hour for that Uber to get to you. If you walk 15 minutes out to, like, the Four Seasons or whatever, yep. and then you call an Uber from there, five minutes. That's definitely worth it. I'm going to yeah. have to try that. I'm going to Chicago at the end of the month. I'm going to try that when yeah, I fly yeah. back. It's definitely, it's definitely the way to go. What, what would you say is your favorite food truck? Would you know? Were you sober enough to remember? <laughs> Just, in Just in general? general? Oh, in I life. feel like most people only go to food trucks when they're fucked up. Uh, no, because I, I did, like, first Fridays and stuff. Okay, So Sick. my favorite one, ah, fuck, I forget what it's called. But they do this, like, deep-fried blue cheese, like, pulled pork. It's a heart attack. That sounds so fire. It's insane. But, you know, we went out one night in Venice. It was, like, me, Diego, and Graham. The boys. The boys. And actually, Ray was there, too. Oh, this was a weird night, actually. Now, the more that I think about it. All right, dude. This is a great story. All right, let's do this. This Let's do this. We we uncovered something. Um, Okay. So, we all went out to Venice. We're like, we're just going to have a good time. We were walking around. We walked past this, like, silent disco thing. And we're like, oh, like, sick. That's pretty cool. But we'll come back because we're hungry. We get food from a food truck. I got this big ass, like, deep fried, pulled pork, blue cheese, like, Mm -hmm. hella good sandwich. And I down it. And then I'm like burping blue cheese for the rest of the night. <laughs> and then and then we go to the silent disco and we're like having fun. We're like silent disco and we end up in the kitchen. And actually at this point we had gotten a bottle from across the street and we're just killing the bottle. Yeah. It was a we were on like a weird stretch where for a couple of weeks we had just been going to things and just copping bottles from the liquor store and, and killing them. Killing them. Yeah. I don't know what got into it. It's us. like we literally never grew out of that frat face. Yeah. So then we, uh, so we're in the, we're in the kitchen and this like former NFL linebacker looking dude, like six, five, two eighty, yeah. uh, maybe like 45 years old just comes up to me and he's like, Hey, what's up? I'm big Mike. And you know where there's like a moment when you meet someone where you can be like, nah, <laughs> nah bro. But you could also be like, fuck yeah, dude. So we were. It depends were, what kind of uh, physiological state you're in. Yeah. So if like, if, if that dude came up to us at like a Starbucks <laughs> at like 11 in the morning, no, that's like no, a, that's like no, a, that's, uh, that's a red flag. No thanks, man. We don't have that, any money. That's the guy that comes up to you after you watch the Joker. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. But so at this point, we're like in the kitchen, we're like vibing, we're like 
yeah dude what's up big mike what's going on big mike and so we're just hanging with big mike and we end up going somewhere and then an uber pulls up and we had to like split it and then ray's like oh i'll just like take a separate one with someone else and big mike's like oh you can sit on my lap and immediately like oh fuck dude big mike big mike big mike (laughs) we all still ended up going out i could tell like ray felt like a little uncomfortable yeah and i was like if you like we think big mike is cool i'm gonna put that out there right now i know what he said was weird but we think he's cool yeah yeah but i also get that that was super weird so if you want to bounce we will bounce with you yeah we understand that sometimes guys say weird shit (laughs) <laughs> if he tries, like, we think he's a nice guy. We don't think he meant it like that. Yeah. But, like, if he tries shit, you, like, we got your back. Like, you know. And she's yeah. like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So we go and we get, like, more fucked up. What? Why was I telling this story? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Sorry, I remember. So we get more fucked up. And then we're, like, borderline blacked out. Yeah. And we're going back to ours. And Diego and Graham got in this super weird fight about cleanliness in the apartment. They were, like, screaming at each other in the Uber. Like, Graham's like, you let him clean your dishes. And Diego's like, give me a 48-hour window, and I'll clean everything in this goddamn apartment. And I'm like, what the fuck Dude, is going out, on? Graham and Blacked Out Diego is such an experience. It's yeah. such an experience. Well, Blacked Out Diego just gives, like, very specific details. He's like, nah, dude, like, it's not a Brita filter. I got the off-brand one from Kroger. And we're like, dude, that's not the that's argument. Not the point. <laughs> and then anyway, so we, like, wake up the next morning. I remember the argument. Graham comes up and he's like, oh, dude, I feel so fucked up. Diego comes down and he's like, oh, bro, like my head's killing me. And I go, do you guys remember that fight last night? And they're like, what? And I go, you're kidding, right? <laughs> and Diego had sent a paragraph long text about apologizing for his cleanliness. <laughs> and I go, did you, Diego, read your text? And he reads it and he goes, dude, I have no, I don't remember that like, at all poor campbell was tortured that entire yeah. night by these two arguing and neither of them remember what the fuck went and then down. i texted ray i was like hey can you back me up on this like you were in the Uber too she's like i have no idea what happened after big mike asked me to like sit on his lap and she just completely blacked out the rest of the night and i'm like yo so i'm the only one that remembers this in the back of my mind i was like you know why i didn't black out you know why i'm fine right now why i'm just like sipping coffee watching nba and these guys are like having the worst Fucked day of their up. lives that fucking that food, food truck, truck sandwich. That, that food, food truck, truck saved, saved, saved my life. <laughs> so those are some... That's a really good story. <laughs> All because of a food truck. All because of a food truck. You know truck. what? To be fair, I, I I would make this argument. LA is the most like foodie city. I mean, you can go anywhere else in the country. Sure, they have their like their barbecue in the South. They have their barbecue in Texas. Then like you go to New Orleans and Louisiana. They have their like, you know, jum- gumbo. And, gumbo and jambalaya. And jambalaya. And it's just like, at the end of the day, LA has all of it. Well, I mean, I think it's like... LA is the United States of the United States. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like everyone's like, oh, like why is America like why does everyone like America so much? And it's just because it's like a melting pot, and yep. you can have all these different experiences in one. Like if you go to Turkey, you're just gonna eat Turkey. Turkish food. But if you go to America, you're just gonna eat all sorts of different food. And like yep. in LA, that's kind of a microcosm of that. Yeah. Or it's like if you go to New York, you know you're just gonna eat fucking pizza. Pizza. And maybe like. I don't know bagels. What do, yeah, what do bagels? Like, New York eat bagels a lot? They go to bodegas and just get deli sandwiches. Yeah, like that what? was a terrible example. <laughs> if you, you know, go to Florida, you know you're just gonna eat someone's face. But if you go to <laughs> yeah, LA, those damn bath salts as yeah. appetizers. <laughs> but if you go to LA, you can eat anything, yeah. and it's all gonna be pretty good because everyone has moved to LA not only from within the United States but with from the world. Do 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 do. Sponsored by. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Max wants us to get sponsors, and I was like. 
Bro. You should definitely try to get sponsors. You know, it'd be great if you guys got that Asian Glow pill sponsors. That would be hella funny. <laughs> use our code MuckBangable. Use our t- use our code NoMoGlow. <laughs> NoMoGlow for twenty percent <laughs> off. Check out. Oh no! I like- mean, that would make the most sense. Like uh, an Asian food podcast with two Asians. It's like you would definitely first get like the anti glow Pepsid fucking sponsorship. Just a thousand Asians just tuning in. Yeah. Just Probably trying to find some relatable content about how in the third grade they were just shat on for bringing some Asian food to the cafeteria and Dude. everyone looked at them like, ew. The funniest thing is how many non-Asian people have said to me, uh, like, dude, my mom washes the rice too. <laughs> and I go, dude, no, Yo, no do you do way. That, bro, do you do that thing where like, you're making a pot of rice, right? And then you put your finger in and you play with that rule as so long as the rice is 50% where the water is at, you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly where it is. I thought it was, that was just me. Yeah, no. It's like, that's the rule. You go, you go mom, how much water should I put in? She goes, this just much. This much. This much, in their this much water. <laughs> and I go, okay. Is that How many cups is that? She's like, it's just this much. That's I, all you need. I think that's a good point, though. Like, do you have any home-cooked meals that you completely just, like, adore? Like, it just takes you back? Tonkatsu. What's tonkatsu? Tonkatsu. You know katsu. Like, breaded chicken. Or breaded pork. Breaded, breaded pork. chicken. Yeah. Yep. So that used to be a thing where I was like, whenever I went home, I was like, oh, like, this is home. I feel that. Then I got an air fryer. And now this is home. <laughs> I just completely forgot about your family. Yeah, go fuck County. you, mom. I can make my own. <laughs> you bought a $100 air fryer. Forget you have a family that <laughs> yeah, supported dude. you for 18 years. Who needs mom when you've got freaking <laughs> air, fryer. air fryer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my home cooked meal. Mine is, uh, all right, so my favorite Filipino dish is called sinigang. So sinigang is like a broth made out of tamarind, like, like tamarinds just in general. Okay. And then you throw like pork belly in there a few veggies some spinach and the goal is to make it as sour as possible oh yeah i did not know that i wanted that but when you're sick and you're missing home like that's where it's at oh it's super yeah Yeah, now that we're like what like 23 24 i've been very conscious of like hitting up my like my family and be like yo can you write down these recipes and like send them my way it's just that nostalgia that comes with food is like insane uh so i don't know i think we mentioned it Earlier in the podcast, maybe briefly. Maybe, yeah. But we were in the same fraternity. Yes. Uh, same fraternity as Diego and Graham. I love how Diego, and Max and Max. Yeah, Let's I love how Diego, Graham, and Max are all characters that that Ray no and I have created about. in this podcast. And like, I mean, our friends know who they are, but yeah. then there's definitely some people listening who have no, no idea. idea. They could be imaginary characters for all and you we're know. Just paint- I mean, I think we're painting Max in a pretty fair good light. light yeah but like diego and graham are always just blacked out <laughs> yeah, yeah. diego's painted in the worst light possible i mean honestly like not to be a dick but that's pretty representative like max definitely has his shit together yeah. and myself included we're figuring our shit out i think my shit's figured out i think i am where <laughs> i'm gonna be and i'm like this is just it yeah this is who i am it's fine yeah no no doubt <laughs> but uh Likewise. yeah so we so we were all in the same fraternity yep and like one of the big things about college life but like fraternity life in general or in specific was tailgating and it sucked because like the ucla rose bowl the football stadium was was so so far far away away. we don't have that all right so that this is like something other colleges have the luxury of that most people don't understand it's like if you go to university of michigan university of maryland their football stadium usc their football stadium is on their campus it's taken for granted actually is the usc one on campus or is it close it's like super close like super close yeah but yeah so that's something you take for granted like 
when you're like watching college movies yeah. or like you're listening to people tell stories about college, unless yeah. they went to UCLA, they're always like, yeah, dude, like it's so great. Like we've rage it. And yeah, if you're in a fraternity, like you rage at the house. Yeah. Like, you're tailgating the house with your bros. Like yeah. you can go to your, your room and you can get stuff if you forget it. Yeah. Like that's actually something that I, that like we doesn't come up until you're actually living there. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're tailgating at like Cal, for example. Yeah. And you go, oh shit, it's going to be cold. I'm going to go back, grab a hoodie. Grab a hoodie. Easy. Five minutes, you're back. You're hanging with your friends. You forget a hoodie when you're on the bus to the fucking Rose Bowl? <laughs> you're fucked. Dude, you're fucked. You either have to steal it from someone <laughs> you're or like to buy bear like a $50 hoodie at Or you the bear grills it, dude. You bear grills it. Just fucking deal with the hypothermia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you wear that alcohol blanket. Yeah. Also true. I've had to do that once and that was not fun. Not fun for me as well. Yeah. I think you and I have both have like pretty wild blackout stories at the Rose Bowl. Dude. We'll we'll get into this. We'll yeah, into I know this. yours we'll in particular is hilarious. We're uh, we're gonna take this. I guess we'll we'll meander this topic. <laughs> yeah, we'll, meander. we'll go from, on that tangent. We'll at some we'll, point. we'll do it like describe kind of like the normal way how you go from tip to tape. No, but the shittiest part is you would have to do designated driver shifts at a tailgate at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, we'll carpool one so four of the five people can get fucked up, but the driver you can like take a shot or two but watch your shit you're the designated driver yeah and then the following game will cycle around yeah. right and it's like so fucked it's like dude if you get too fucked up we're all sleeping in pasadena yeah real <laughs> shit <laughs> i remember my friend's mom taught me because i drove we we all went to like a giants game once yeah and then a bunch of us drove separately and i parked whatever and it was like the first inning and she's like campbell i have some drinks and i was like i'm driving like probably shouldn't drink yeah and she's like no like this is some mom advice for you. And I go, mom drinking advice. I'm all ears. All ears. She goes, front load. And I go, what do you mean? And she goes, innings one, two, and three. Drink. Oh. Don't count oh. them. Just drink. Who is this woman and how can I wife her <laughs> now? <laughs> she goes, don't worry about it. Just drink. <laughs> but as soon as the third out in the bottom of the third happens, stop. stop. You are done. You're done for yeah. the day. You're done for like everything. Yep. And I go, you sure? She's like, yeah, because if you're drinking beer, like you're not going to be able to drink that much beer from yeah. the first to the third. You're going to be able to self-cut yourself off. That is sick. Yeah. Okay, do you get Asian glow? No. Okay, that's fucked up. You have, <laughs> you have non-Asian glow pr- privilege. If I have one IPA, I look like I've blacked out the entire night. Ray said she doesn't know she gets Asian glow because she wears too much makeup when she gets blacked oh out. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I get it so bad. I take one shot. I like start. My heart starts pulsing really fast. Jeez, you gotta find a better way to My face gets drink, really bro. swollen. Gross. Yeah, dude, it's disgusting. It's like not a good way to be attractive at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> you, one you just gotta tell people you're a fighter. You're like, oh, I just had a fight, dude. <laughs> Crazy, you gotta drink it off. Uh, yeah, so Rose Bowl. Yeah, so we're dri- so you drive. You gotta cycle. I mean, we took the buses sometimes. Sometimes we would like comp out a bus so the entire house could go. And we could all just have a good time, no worries. And at least that was another problem. It's just like making sure that everyone's at the same place at the same time. Oh yeah. Because you you either all had to park your cars together, or you're parking from one side of the Rose Bowl and another car's at the other side of the Rose Bowl, and you guys have to fucking find each other. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Because you're just yelling out like numbers on big ass <laughs> balloons. Like, We're at eight. We're at eight. And you're like, what the? F- I can't even see eight, dude. I see fourteen and two. How are those <laughs> next to each other? On the other side, and you just like pre-game, pre-game the entire thing, so it's like not coherent yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> and you're just like looking at trees. You're like, is that an eight? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. And it was just like, by the time you get to the tailgate, like, it's time to go into the stadium. Yeah. Right? 
I would say when you are all together, like if it's a bus. It's the greatest time. It's so awesome. So much fun. Especially when you invite like new friends that you just met that week. Like, hey, we just comped an entire bus. Like, meet my homies. Like, that was fucking sick. Like, I remember when you and I were on a bus and we were just in the back kicking it. Like, you introduced me to like Georgia. Oh, yeah. And we just like ended up blacking out at the back of the bus just just that for, was intense. Like we bro. did not expect to black out, but we did. Just no, nope. right I didn't go to there. the game. Yeah, yeah, neither <laughs> did I. I was like, how the fuck did I get over? We got remember. to we got to the tailgate. I think there were like tacos or something. Yeah, and just ate a bunch of tacos and was like, yeah, I'm not gonna go to this game. I'm just gonna fucking. Yo, our our alumni definitely comped that, right? They bought yeah, 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 a, they yeah, brought yeah. a taco lady. Yeah, that was sick. That was probably the best tailgate food that we did have, though. I will. Yeah. So the thing I, I always think about like tailgate foods when you're in college, food is the last thing on your mind that you ever think of. You go, all right, we got two handles. We got a 30 rack. Yeah. We got a table. We've got dye. And then you get there and you're like, wait, 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 wait. We're going to be here for seven <laughs> hours, hours and, and not 40 eat. beers and no <laughs> no food? Like to the point that sometimes people think, all right, I can eat then drink, but I would have to take more shots. I'd rather not eat, take five shots and just black out. Yeah. <laughs> That's like how it's little we think math. about food. It's like alcohol math, dude. <laughs> yeah. Unless, of course, you put free in front of the word food and then that's a different story. Oh, that's different way story. different. Yeah. yeah, that's when you're like freaking. <laughs> yeah, freaking. They go, hey, you want this hot dog on the ground? You're like, I don't think so. Yeah. And they go, ah, dude, it's free. You go, yeah, how many Fuck you got? It. Fuck it. Roll some more in the dirt. <laughs> but yeah, because I mean, we've gone to tailgates since graduating i don't know yeah. if you have you yeah yeah I have, okay. i've gone to a couple and we're way more food conscious now yeah i like, think that's just a part of growing up <laughs> like when, like when we were in college it used to be like the questions were who's buying the alcohol uh what time are we leaving what time does the alcohol get there <laughs> how many girls are coming yeah and then the last question was who's driving which should be the first, the first question, question and no questions about food <laughs> Now, the first question is, does anyone have a grill? Yeah. Does anyone have food allergies? <laughs> and who's pitching in for all this food? Yeah. It's a, Can it's I a get everyone's thing. Venmo, please? Yeah, it's a community thing at this point. And you figure out who's driving, and then everyone has a safe and responsible time. Yeah, I mean, to think of it, if we look back at all the tailgates we went to, and we saw all those, like, 45-year-old white guys that were, like, alumni, they all brought the grills. They brought all the hot dogs, hamburgers. They were mad prepared. Like, yeah. they've learned their lesson. They, they you know? knew what was up. <laughs> they probably have, like, <laughs> someone starts throwing up. They just hand you a handkerchief. They're like, no, we've been there. Like, I'm sure, man. Yes. We've just had some wild tailgates. I remember there was this one tailgate where I got into that mode where I was like, oh, I need to find food now. Yes. And I didn't have any food. No one around us had food. And I go, I have to get food, but I don't want to go into the stadium and buy food because then you can't come out. Yep. But it was... I don't know. It was like two hours before kickoff. And I was like, what do I have? As a like, long time. I had a card on me, which wouldn't do anything. Yep. No, sir. Like very bad service in that parking lot. Yeah. Or that it's terrible. You literally whatever. can't find anyone. So I was like, I can't, I, I can't Venmo anyone yep. for food. So I go, what do I have as like currency? And it was just beer. <laughs> you started pimping yourself out. Dude. So I was walking around with like handfuls of IPAs, like grill to grill, <laughs> station to station. Like, hey, I, I probably sound hammered. <laughs> hey, man. Um, Kind of hungry. You guys want to trade some like brats for beers? I just, I remember you having super long hair and just having this image of just like sophomore Campbell with dumb long hair. Just, excuse me, sir. Are you willing to trade two IPs for a hamburger? Just Oliver twisting it. <laughs> Please, sir. May I have some more bratwurst? Are you willing to help this little minority boy <laughs> yeah. with a hot dog? 
and then like finally like i got to this like <laughs> group of like older dudes and like yeah dude we don't want your beers just like take a hot dog and I was, what like, a guy i go oh thank you so much and then i i try to grab the hot dog while holding the beers and drop the hot dog <laughs> and they're like dude we're not gonna give you another one <laughs> that was your one pass and you fucked it up campbell so i washed it off. i washed the hot dog off with beer and then ate it <laughs> That is a savage move, but I expect nothing less from one of our tailgates. That's the only thing I can do at this point. Oh, man. Yeah, those were good times, man. Those were fucking crazy. I feel like the best tailgate food has got to just be hot dogs. It's the easiest way. Easiest easiest thing to take down. It's not that complicated. And fuck it, bro. That that bread goes a long way. That bread goes a long way. It will absorb all the fucked up shit that you just ingested for the last three years. There were those treats that we had when uh, Martin would bring his, like, grill, and we would just have Armenian barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at a tailgate, and those were nice. That those was definitely nice. just Martin trying to show off for girls, though. Yeah, yeah, no just, doubt. Like, us being no along doubt. for the ride. Yeah, no doubt. Let me, let me pull out my, my grill from my Benz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm not cooking for the girl. I'm cooking for you. Yeah, cooking guys. for the like, bros. For the bros dude. Oh, <laughs> ladies want to come? Sure. <laughs> we have plenty of extra food. I don't know why I brought extra food. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, honestly, like, fuck buying food from the stadium, though. Not worth it. They don't serve alcohol at the stadium, right? No, they don't. They don't, because they, they knew that we were all though. college students. You know they serve alcohol at the Cal Baseball Stadium? Really? Oh, man. Tailgates. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking tailgates. Tailgates. Back to it. All right. What's your craziest tailgate story? All right, so I'm the type of person that wants to, like, plan everything out just to make sure everything's taken care of before I, like, get fucked up. So, so the, you like set all your emergency contacts and shit beforehand? Not even that, just making sure that like I have a place to go, I have all the tickets, like I have everything secured, right? Okay. That one time you and I were on the bus in the back getting fucked up with Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the one time I went to a tailgate with no girlfriends, no friends, like besides obviously the crew. It was just yeah. like just me. I was just going to fucking wing it. Like I'm going to find a ticket when I get there. Oh, you didn't have a ticket. I didn't even have a ticket, bro. I was just like, "All right, there's a bus that the house is comping. I'm just going to go." <laughs> And I was like, I need to be sober enough to, like, at least, worst case scenario, buy a ticket right then and there. Yeah, yeah. Right? I did not. I did not make it, dude. I I blacked out so fast. <laughs> it was it was that time where we all played Don't Fuck Your Bro with a full handle. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, Graham also decided to play Don't Fuck Your Bro with himself with an entire handle of Jaeger. <laughs> Boy did it, but yacked in front of a family, like right in front of them, Dude. like immediately after. Now, I remember this was like, a, I think it was a Stanford the game. The Stanford game. Yeah, yeah, this was a different. Yeah. So we were all, wait, was that a different day? Yeah, that was a different time. This was separate from my biggest blackout. Okay. So yeah, so this time, so the Stanford game, I remember we were playing Don't Fuck Your Bro. And for everyone who does, <laughs> doesn't know what Don't Fuck Your Bro is, it's not a game. <laughs> it's, it's such a fucked up principle. It's you're standing in a circle. <laughs> Usually with a bunch of dudes, because it's called Don't Fuck Your Bro. Yeah. But as we know, girls can be bros. It's 2019. Yeah, shout out, Rayhan. <laughs> so you're standing in a circle with a big-ass handle of alcohol. Whatever it is, it's usually cheap vodka, because that's just how this game goes. Plastic or nothing. Yeah. And you pass that handle around until it's finished. Yep. And it's it's not... it's it you. I don't really know what the rule... The rules the, are... It's the, like, okay, the, the most fucked up thing about the rule of Don't Fuck Your Bro is... 
one, you want to make sure that your bro doesn't drink more than you do. So yeah. you you try your best to drink an even amount. But at the same time, no one should try to big dick it and drink all the alcohol because then the your other bro is left thirsty because he didn't yeah. drink anything. So you somehow try, try to, to silently <laughs> coordinate between like 15 people to all the drink right the same amount. amount. And it never works. And there's and always one person. Fucked. There's always one person who was like, "Oh, that wasn't that bad," and you're like, "You did that game wrong." And there's always one person throwing <laughs> up behind a tree, and you're like, "You did that game wrong." <laughs> and then everyone else is just like, "Oh," and you're like, "All right, everyone else did it right." Uh, but yeah, when I, when I blacked out, I literally found myself with the alcohol blanket on, and just like fucking sleeping on this chair that I know I didn't own, <laughs> and I remember vividly right before I completely forgot the rest of the night was hearing someone say, Hey, I don't think Antonio's doing too well. <laughs> and then as soon as I heard that, I like completely like went back into full conscious mode. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And just completely eat shit as soon as I stand up. <laughs> and then it was Juan at this point, Juan graduated. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he's with Ishan and all these guys. And they just found you. No, they, they we were, were all in the vicinity. Okay, right? right. And Juan is just like, Oh, you're definitely not doing well fucking thank the lord that ishan and juan also didn't get tickets so they were just dipped yeah and they were just like honestly bro you're coming with us and i'm like uh thank you and they and just took you back to they the just campus? took me they just took me back to the house but that was not before i was literally like on the freeway shoulders out just yakking oh. yakking on the freeway just couldn't help it oh, and th- so this was one of those days where like we were blessed with our, our our alumni like paying for food, and we had that taco lady that oh, night. Oh, just all tacos, <laughs> all on the one ten or whatever, taco, dude. All taco. I just like like definitely called Juan the next morning. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna Venmo you like twenty dollars to wash your car, <laughs> and thank you." <laughs> Damn. What's your blackout story? My mine is. I think I know it, but I think this was an Arizona game. Because I have a very strong memory of me just yelling, bear down for what? <laughs> At every Arizona fan. And they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and it was like right when turned down for what was like still popular. Yep. And they're like, dude, that's pretty funny. I go, yeah, dude. <laughs> just fuck you. Into it. <laughs> and then so like we were all, I don't know if we played Don't Fuck Your Bro or whatever. I think this was actually the day when I tried to swap beers for hot dogs. Sick. I'm like extremely fucked up, like on the verge of blacking out. And I'm going into the stadium. And they have the metal detector, right? And I had aluminum beer cans in my back pocket, and I didn't know if they would go off. So I just <laughs> chugged them, like two of them, and I, <laughs> and then threw them away. <laughs> so now I'm even more fucked up. And I'm going through the metal detector, and I'm trying to go through like a TSA scan. Yeah. Like I put my hands above my head like this. <laughs> you had no reason to do and that. And I spread my legs, and they go, they're like, they're like, sir, like, this, we're not the TSA. Do. And then I go, no, trust me, it's safer. Which it probably was. Probably was safer for me to do that because they can see more. They can yeah. see under my arms. Yeah, they no can doubt. see between my legs. And they go, sir, like, you really don't need to do that. I go, trust me, it's safer. Just scan me. <laughs> Just not Campbell anymore. It's like <laughs> Campbell's alter ego. And I like I won the argument because they eventually just let me go through <laughs> like that. They're like, I mean, he's making some good points here. <laughs> so we go into the stadium. And I think I was with Max at this point. And Max was also super hammered. And he had fallen on the girl in front of him. So everyone was already on like drunk person watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like doing the thing where you're rocking. Yeah. And you're like just trying not to fall asleep. Yeah. 
And I sit down, I put my, my head in my hands and I go, I'm going to fall asleep right now. <laughs> and then I go, I don't want to fall asleep because that's the worst look at a football game. Like you don't want to be the dude that passes <laughs> You don't want to be that guy. So I left. I didn't tell anyone and I just left. Yep. I like I'd come with, I'd come with a guy named like Emilio and then like some of our other friends. And then I didn't tell anyone and I just bounced. And I remember leaving the stadium and then I remember waking up sitting shotgun. And I was like, sweet. Like. I looked out. I was like, "Ah, oh, sweet. Like everyone's leaving. <laughs> like I just missed the whole game, but like, I feel good. Like this is awesome. Like my mouth tasted a little like so vomity. I was like, ah, I mean, it's all good. It's <laughs> fine. And then I go, oh, wait, I don't have my fucking phone on me or my wallet. Or, oh shit. Like I had nothing. I had no keys, no phone, no wallet. And I was like, oh fuck, this is fucked. But I go, all right, whatever. Like whenever Emilio gets back to the car, like I'll just yeah. take his phone and I'll, and I'll call. And then I like looked and no one else is in the car. And I go, oh, that's weird. And like, why do you leave his car unlocked? And then I go, oh, that's weird. He didn't drive a truck. I go, oh, fuck, dude. He's I just like, broke. No. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I broke into someone's car. So I, I hop out of the car. I close the door. I'm looking around like no, no one, no one noticed. You. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, that could have been bad. That could have been real Like, I could have gotten my ass beat for that. Straight up. And then I'm still, like, pretty drunk. And I just go, Emilio. <laughs> And I swear to God, from like 20 feet away, I hear Campbell. And I go, no. Very confused. I go, no fucking way. And he's like at that his car. That literally never works. He's like one row over, like at his car. I was like, I was so close. I got very close. He's like, not bad. Blackout <laughs> yeah. Campbell. Let's go. And then he's like, I have a bunch of missed calls on my phone from your phone. And I go, oh, really? And I, and I go, okay, can we like listen to the voicemails? And we like listen to them. And it's like this, this guy going like, Hey man, like I found your phone. We're over here by the by like the guard station. He's uh, <laughs> like we're in the, like the maintenance room, so just come and get it. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I like go, I walk in. I'm like, hey, uh, I think you guys like found my phone or something. And they're like, yeah. So they gave me my phone, my wallet, my keys, and Fucking I was like, lucked out, tight, dude. And then I realized like I was missing my hat, and I saw some dude wearing my hat in the back room. And I go, no, I go, yo, is that my hat too? And the guy's like, this one. And I go, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, and I go get, get it back? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, my hat. So I got everything back. I that didn't lose sick. anything. Dude, someone was watching over you that night. <laughs> and then we get back. But apparently the funny, because I had, at this point, I had a bunch of missed calls on my phone from like a bunch of friends, super yeah. concerned, like super nice of them. And one of my friend's girlfriends was like, hey, Lara, Teddy's girlfriend. Yeah. I finally called her back because I had like four missed calls from her. I was like, uh, did I like, do something bad to you? Like, I'm so sorry if I did. And she's like, no, no, no. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. Like, we just couldn't find you. And I was like, oh, like, you're so sweet. No, I'm fine. Like, I'm back now. <laughs> she's like, okay, because like we told Graham, because Graham drove or whatever. She's like, we told Graham that we should go look for you because like we don't know where you are and we're scared. And Graham goes, ah, he'll be fine. He'll find his way back. Oh, fuck you, Graham. And to this day, I'm still not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm either like, Ah, dude, Graham Note, like, yeah, dude, of course yeah, I'd find my way. I'm Campbell, dude. I'd yeah, find Campbell my way back. Yeah, Campbell takes himself. Or it's, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah. I could have died no, and you I didn't give a definitely shit. definitely say, fuck you, bro. There are mountain lions at fucking Rose Bowl, bro. Yeah, dude, once the cars leave, like, I could have gotten hit by a shank drive or something. Who knows, bro? Can you imagine spending that entire night in that fucking decrepit, like, golf course? Dude, I would have I I knocked on doors. I would have walked out, yeah, knocked no on shit. doors until someone was nice enough. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Or I would have found a cop and just been like, yo, dude, just take me to a drunk tech. Like, yeah, honestly, for tonight, at least I get one phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sleep in the... Yeah, and I'd probably just call Graham and he wouldn't pick up. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, drunken tailgates. 
always get you. I, I, I guess that's a takeaway. It's just like, yo, like I understand people want to have fun at tailgates and they're going to ask questions. And the first question they always ask is what alcohol are we bringing? Make sure the first question is, yo, are we bringing food? Yeah. Always bring food. And actually, great tip. Tinfoil sandwich if you don't want to. Yo, yeah. you don't want to like grill. Yeah, real shit. If no one has a grill, literally panini press that shit or go to Subway. Dude, and pack it, snacks. There's, there's literally no excuse for something like this. It could be as simple as a PB&J that will carry you through the night. There's no excuse to black out unless you're trying to black out. That's fair. Yeah. But are you also that type that's like zero to hundred? Like I'm either not drinking or I'm blacking out? No, I'm like 50. I'm like 50 to hundred. Oh, I round up. Yeah, I'm like, I'll take one drink, but like, if I'm getting to like drinks five or six, I'm like going to decide to black out that right. night. Yeah, I'm, I'm a roundup drinker. If I say I'm not having any drinks tonight, I'll have one or two. Okay. And if That's I fair. say I'm going to have some drinks tonight. It's a very responsible way. Yeah. If I say I'm going to have some drinks tonight, I'll be like, I'll have like seven, like six or seven. It's it's so funny to see like how, like now that we're out of college and just like growing up, like how more considerate we are to our body. Yeah. <laughs> just not completely pumping it up with toxins. Yeah, well, I mean, I think in like college, college body is way different. Yeah, like, that's also true. As soon as I turned twenty two and drank, like, dude, I felt a real hangover. <laughs> tolerance not only to alcohol but just like normal food. Yeah, you could drink like twenty drinks and then eat Taco Bell and then wake up the next morning and go to class at eight a.m. Yeah, and you'd be like, ah, I just need some water. Fucking monster. Yeah. Now I have fucking three glasses of wine. And I eat like some cheese. It's just start calling in for work. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm calling in immediately. I'm like, hey, boss, uh, I don't think I'm gonna make tomorrow. Also, Monday's probably gonna be tough too on the backside of that weekend. So uh, we'll play that one by ear. <laughs> brutal, 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 brutal. Uh, so that brings us to the dessert portion of What's the podcast. What's the dessert portion? The dessert portion. Ray was kind enough in her toothless state. Oh, uh, I love you, Ray. To make us a game. Uh, we've played this game Ooh, okay. before. Okay. Do you Have you heard the episode with unyelpful reviews? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she essentially wrote us or pulled five reviews. I think they're five. I don't know. She made us a Quizlet. Because she didn't want me to see the answers. Oh, uh, Quizlet. So she goes, how, how am I supposed to send these to you without <laughs> using the answers? And I go, I don't know. She's like, should I do a, make Quizlet? a Quizlet? And I go, that's a great Yeah, yeah do a Quizlet. That's a great idea. That's amazing. Bring me back to my college days. <laughs> so she made us a Quizlet of reviews of yelp reviews that could be true and could not be true and it's up to us to decide whether or not they are okay so right, you guys do play it. along let's when do you it. listen all right question re- review number one review number one review <laughs> number one restaurant per se rating one star the review is as follows not nearly worth the price food of course is exceptional staff was giddy very inappropriate for a haute cuisine joint dressed in ill-fitting mediocre suits Vaguely rude, self-absorbed, chubby. I am not being mean, but rather recognizing inept and inappropriate, but very important component of a great franchise. It's definitely fake. Dude, I'm for sure saying this is real. No, no, it has to be fake. Their vocabulary is too high for a Yelp review. What? Like, hout? (laughs) (laughs) Unless unless this is an elite Yelp reviewer, like, mm, no, this is definitely fake. Dude, I'm saying this is definitely real because... That's way too many words for Ray to type out. <laughs> She's not going to that much work. I, I refuse to believe that someone thought it was a good idea to name the restaurant per se, because it's like, this is food per se. This is good service per se. Maybe that's the only, maybe they did that shit on purpose though. Maybe they want oh, the to keep star. expectations low. Yeah. Oh, that's se. a shitty, shitty way to go about business. All right. This is 
real. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right. One zero Campbell. Number two. Restaurant. Alinea. Rating. One star. Again. Review. For the price I paid here, I could have flown to Switzerland, rented a chalet, and had a private chef for a week. But no. Instead, all my recently divorced friends decided to go to this Frankenstein restaurant. Why would I want to eat edible styrofoam? What a damn waste. <laughs> that sounds real. No, this is definitely real. Um, and the reason why I know that, it's kind of like a little cheat code here. Um, Alinea is in Chicago. And but she could have picked real restaurants. I picked real restaurants last time. Oh, fuck. That's right. This is, this is a real fucking Yelp review. I think this is real, too. Real. All right. All right. So it's 2-1. 2-1. 2-1. All right. There's an episode of uh, Chef's Table on Alinea. Really? Yeah, it's really sick. He really does do some Frankenstein shit. <laughs> that, no doubt. Review number three. Restaurant Bollywood Taste. Oh, I was hoping Bollywood Bites. Rating Oof, two stars. Fire. This place had such high reviews, so I thought it'd be a great place to go for a first date. My mistake. Everything was going relatively fine until I had to leave in the middle of my date because my stomach was hurting so bad. I drove home as fast as I could and barely made it. I was on fire. My poor date was probably sitting alone in the restaurant wondering what happened. You didn't tell her? Never coming back here and never going to an Indian restaurant for a first date again. That's fake for sure. Yeah, that, that definitely has to be fake because for one, all right, all right, I know there are people that do this. Never go to an Indian restaurant on your first date. There are literally like movies about this, <laughs> right? And also, don't be such a douchebag that you, like, leave. <laughs> yeah, and don't write that in a Yelp review if yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, because you're asking to be called a yeah. dick. That's definitely fake. Uh, Fake, yes. All right, so it's, what, 3-2? Three, 3-2, two? Three, two, yeah. Restaurant. El Flamin' Taquito. <laughs> One star. Please note, this is a taco truck. I didn't do my research, so I showed up thinking it was a full-service restaurant. Didn't like that I had to order at the counter. Didn't like that there was no seating. Didn't like that they only had bottled drinks. Really lacking ambiance and waiters. <laughs> it's like they didn't even try to make it feel like a restaurant. That's a that's a joke. That's it's, that's, it's that's a fake. food truck. That's fake. Honestly, I want to like kind of just play the odds here and just say it's real. <laughs> All right, fake. Oh motherfucker! All right, that was not a conscious decision. <laughs> I fucked Four up. Four two. All right, I win by default, but I'll give you this two for one at the end if I get it. All right, all right let's do it. Let's do it. Wait, what are the stakes if I lose? Nothing. Oh. You just lose? Oh, I thought there was And this episode will be called Antonio is a Loser? Oof, oof. Okay, we'll make that happen. All right. Restaurant. Sichuan Gardens. Sichuan? Sichuan. Yeah. Sichuan. Uh, rating four stars. Review. Not bad at all. I like that when I go in, they greet me in Chinese. Authentic energy in the air. They have a classic bowl of fortune cookies individually wrapped. I think they are free. The servers are talented and I don't feel judged when I order for just myself. The food is good. I'm saying fake. This is this is tough for me because I also want to play the odds and say there has to be at least of five, two fake ones. And there are already two. I'm saying this one is fake. This is this one this one has to be real. Shit. Is this for a tie? Yeah, this is for the tie. Fake. You're fucking joking, right? You're fucking joking. Nah, dude, it's a fake. Yeah, all right. So, Rayhan, uh, you, you colluded with uh, um, Campbell. 
Dude, we went through the whole quiz thing. There was uh, no collusion. I, I, I'd like I'd like to say that this is fake news. Um, Ray Han uh, definitely colluded with Campbell. Um, the you know it's all in the paper trail. I think you, there's fault on both sides. Yeah, here. I think I think Ray Han has a general interest in making sure that Campbell won this game because Campbell did an amazing job in uh, setting Ray Han up a, a GoFundMe page that you guys can donate to. Uh, that was a nice spin. Yeah, that was a nice spin, right? <laughs> but the, there, there is that financial interest there. This is clear corruption, and uh, you guys I colluded think, uh, with one another. I think this is a necessary evil in the game of podcasting. Oh fuck off! It's on brand for me to be good. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll just write it off to home field advantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hear the I hear the answers through my walls. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling very uncomfortable being in Campbell's room. <laughs> I mean, this crowd in here, they're really going wild for me. They're going wild. If you guys didn't know, Mook Bangable is actually recorded with a live studio audience. Yeah, uh, just minus the laugh tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I make my own laugh tracks. <laughs> All right, so I guess that leaves us with the tip. I think you should give a tip on this one. You are an avid photographer. Yes. I know you more take photos of people yeah. than things. Yes. But I'm sure you've taken a, a good food photo in your day. Yes, I have. What's kind of like an obscure tip for getting a good food photo? I th- well, for one, the easy answer is it starts with good food. Like the food needs to look good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest problem is if you want good looking photos of food you got to do that shit that food photographers do where it's like like let's say they're filming a mcdonald's commercial right they have to like put cardboard in between the patties so it looks more full or like uh you know how they have you ever seen that video where they just like drop motor oil on ice cream because it it best represents caramel oh yeah or like some shit like that because real caramel doesn't look like that yeah 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 Yeah. or like you put um like soap in a beer beer like glass and then pour up yeah to foam up even more yeah so like unless you're not being as authentic like you're never gonna get an incredible photo so you need to fake it to make it fake it to make it um but mindset and this is what I apply to all of my photos, and this like applies to life in general, is the purple cow mindset. Do you know what the purple cow is? No. So the purple cow is a marketing principle by this guy named Seth Godin, right? And his idea, and this is how he goes about his fucking life, is let's say you're driving up to Marin, right? You're on the five, and you see all those cows. Yeah. Like, uh, spotted cows, brown cows. You're never going to remember any of those cows. But if there was one purple cow, you will remember that cow for the rest of your life. Okay. The goal when it comes to taking photos or doing anything to stand out, like you and I, when we were in high school, we tried to like be the Asian that wasn't necessarily the Asian stereotype, but the Asian that stood out. We were the purple cows for Asians in high school. Okay. Right. Is really just do anything and everything that you can to stand out as a purple cow and everything else will come. So it's like when you're taking food photos, when you're starting a food blog, Uh everyone's going to post, let's take Monty's. Have you ever been to Monty's for example? Uh, I haven't. Ray has that. Ray posted some photos from there. Yeah. Like Monty's is a super dope place. All vegan, like fire looking burgers. Yeah. If you go on like, monty's like ig tag everyone's posting the same picture of the fucking burger sure, sure, sure. so when you're looking at your feed right every all the burgers look like the one thing to really stand out and like take really good photos is to maybe take a different angle find it at a different perspective do something more creative with that burger so that burger is a purple cow gotcha. so that when you're looking at that feed of all the look-alike pictures there is one that stands out so maybe if i extrapolate here yeah the way to take the best picture isn't necessarily to take the best looking picture. It's the one that stands out. Yeah. 
Well, that was a hell of an episode, my that guy. Was, yeah, that was a great episode, man. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you have any things you want to shout out? Any projects or things for people to look for you on? Uh, nothing, really. If you want to follow me on IG, check out my photos. At Olamiko, H-O-L-A-M-I-K-O-O. But not before, and we have to remind everyone, Rayhan, we love you. I'm sorry you took that L on the bird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll put, <laughs> again, we'll put Ray's GoFundMe in the episode description. <laughs> so, and then we'll link Antonio's Instagram from the GoFundMe description. Oh, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> so once you click donate, it'll just automatically redirect you yeah. to some pictures of Atticus. Yeah, and if, uh, and if you, like, can't donate to Rayon's GoFundMe, just send her some Soylent, some smoothies, something, like Dude, a Jamba Juice thoughts card. Thoughts and prayers go a long thoughts way. Thoughts and prayers go a long way. <laughs> like, Poor girl hopped on a bird. It's like a little bird that tried to fly but completely ate shit. <laughs> uh, but as always, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, yeah. TuneIn, iHeartRadio, CastBox, etc. Yeah. Uh, make sure to spread the word to your friends, whether it's about the podcast, about Ray's teeth, about Antonio's Instagram, uh, just any sort of traction. You can email us at somuckbangable at gmail.com. Or hit us up in the DMs at MuckBangable on Instagram. Uh, we have a Twitter as well, and I try to post funny shit on there. And I think Ray posts some stuff too. But Yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, the MuckBangable IG is literally hilarious. <laughs> it's such a unique peek into both of your lives that I don't see on your actual personal IGs. It's so sick. <laughs> well, I don't post any. Well, okay, so Ray's Instagram is just her being a hot girl. <laughs> yeah, straight That's up. That's what it is, dude. Yeah, straight up, straight up. And my Instagram is just dormant. Yeah. I'll post like once every four Yeah, months. I was like, I, I see more of Campbell's life on the mukbangable IG than I do on Campbell's IG. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always dope. Always dope to see. But yeah, you, you know Ray's sign off? No, I don't actually. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And then I go, peace out, muck gang. And then you go, <laughs> bye. Ahem, ahem. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace out, muck gang. Bye. Ah, I killed it. <laughs> <laughs>